Hello and welcome to How About a Story. I'm Isaura. In this adventure, we follow a traveler who is looking for a place where no one dies. Now, wouldn't that be wonderful to find a realm where we never feel the pain of losing those most dear to us? Andrew Lang, a well-respected writer and collector of tales, takes us on this very journey. It is written that in Andrew's youth, he soaked up the stories of his home, Scotland. Drawing upon its rich history and lush land, it is said that he would run off into the forest and stomp around in its streams. Now, I envisioned him finding the perfect nook in a tree to cuddle into and escape into a fairy tale or two. It is noted that he had gotten lost in the words of the Brothers Grimm and into the soul of Shakespeare. Of course, his pastimes of his youth laid the groundwork for his future in literature. I was inspired to create a murder mystery theme for this tale. So let's step into Andrew Lang's world of words. This is the voice of death. Once upon a time, there lived a man whose one wish and prayer was to get rich. Day and night, he thought of nothing else. And at last, his prayer was granted, and he became very wealthy. Now, being so rich and having so much to lose, he felt that it would be a terrible thing to die and leave all his possessions behind. So he made up his mind to set out in search of a land where there was no death. He got ready for his journey. He took leave of his wife and started. Whenever he came to a new country, the first question that he asked was whether people died in that land. And when he heard that they did, he set out again on his quest. At last, he reached a country where he was told that the people did not even know the meaning of the word death. Our traveler was delighted when he heard this and said, But surely there are a great number of people in your land if no one ever dies. Nah, they are not great numbers. For you see, uh, from time to time, a voice is heard calling first one and then another, and whoever hears that voice gets up and goes away, never comes back. Uh, and, and do they hear the person who calls them? Or do they only hear his voice? Well, they both see and hear him. Well, the man was amazed when he heard that the people were stupid enough to follow the voice. Though they knew that if they went where it called them, they would never return. He went back to his own home and got all his possessions together. And taking his wife and family, he set out, resolved to go and live in that country where the people did not die, but where instead they heard a voice calling them, which they followed into a land from which they never returned. For he had made up his own mind that when he or any of his family heard that voice, they would pay no heed to it, however loudly it called. 
after he has settled down in his new home and had got everything in order about him, he warned his wife and family that unless they wanted to die, they must on no account listen to a voice which they might someday hear calling them. For some years, everything went well with them and they lived happily in their new home. But one day, while they were all sitting together around the table, his wife suddenly started up, exclaiming in a loud voice, I'm coming! I'm coming! I'm coming! I'm coming! I'm coming! And she began to look around the room for her fur coat. But her husband jumped up and taking firm hold of her by the hand, held her fast and reproached her saying, Don't you remember what I told you? Stay where you are unless you wish to die. But, but don't you hear that voice calling me? I'm merely going to see why I am wanted. I shall come back directly. So she fought and struggled to get away from her husband and to go where the voice summoned, but he would not let her go. And he had all of the doors of the house shut and bolted. When she saw that he had done this, she said, Very well, dear husband. I shall do what you wish and remain where I am. Her husband believed that it was all right and that she had thought better of it and had gotten over her mad impulse to obey the voice. But a few minutes later, she made a sudden dash for one of the doors, opened it and darted out followed by her husband. He caught her by the fur coat and begged and implored her not to go, for if she did, she would certainly never return. She said nothing, but let her arms fall backwards, and suddenly bending herself forward, she slipped out of the coat, leaving it in her husband's hands. Poor man seemed turned to stone as he gazed after her, hurrying away from him and calling at the top of her voice as she ran. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. When she was quite out of sight, her husband recovered his wits and went back into his house murmuring. Listen, she just won't listen. She is so foolish as to wish to die. I can't help it. I warned her and implored her to pay no heed to that voice, however loudly it called. Well. Days and weeks and months and years passed, and nothing happened to disturb the peace of the household. But one day, the man was at the barber's as usual, being shaved. The shop was full of people, and his chin had been covered with a layer of soap, when suddenly, started up from the chair, he called out in a loud voice, No, I won't come, do you hear? No, 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 I won't come. The barber and the other people in the shop listened to him with amazement. But again, looking towards the door, he exclaimed, I tell you once and for all, I do not mean to come. Go away. And a few minutes later, he called out again, mm -mm, Go away, I tell you, or it will be the worst for you. You may call as much as you like, but you will never get me to come. And he got so angry that you might have thought that someone was actually standing at the door, tormenting him. 
At last, he jumped up and caught the razor out of the barber's hand, exclaiming, Give me that razor. I'll teach him to let people alone for the future. And he rushed out of the house as if he were running after someone whom no one else saw. The barber, determined not to lose his razor, pursued the man. And they both continued running at full speed till they had gone well out of town. When all of a sudden, the man fell head foremost down a precipice. No! And never was seen again. So he too, like the others, had been forced against his will to follow the voice that called him. The barber, who went home whistling and congratulating himself on the escape he had made, described what had happened. It was noised abroad in the country that the people who had gone away and had never returned had all fallen into that pit. For until then, they had never known what had happened to those who had heard the voice and obeyed its call. But when crowds of people went out from the town to examine the ill-fated pit that had swallowed up such numbers, and yet never seemed to be full, they could discover nothing. All that they could see was a vast plain that looked as if it had been there since the beginning of the world. And from that time, the people of the country began to die like ordinary mortals all the world over. Thank you so much for listening to The Voice of Death by Andrew Lang. I snagged this jewel from www.worldoftales.com. You can also find it in a copy of The Red Fairy Book by Andrew Lang. This podcast was written, produced, researched, and hosted by me, Isaura, with production assistance from Jason Showered. Special thanks goes out to Kevin McLeod for making amazing music like Covert Affair and making it accessible for all to use through the Creative Commons Attribution License. If you like what you hear, please let me know by doing that thing that you do with making the stars rain down in iTunes. Otherwise, until next time, what stories will you be getting into?